Jonathan Harker's Journal, the 1st of November, evening. No news all day. We have found nothing of the kind we seek. We've now passed into the Bistritza, and if we are wrong in our surmise, our chance is gone. We have overhauled every boat, big and little. Early this morning, one crew took us for a government boat and treated us accordingly. We saw in this a way of smoothing matters. So at Fundu, where the Bistritza runs into the Seraph, we got a Romanian flag, which we now fly conspicuously. With every boat which we have overhauled since then, this trick has succeeded. We have had every deference shown to us, and not once any objection to whatever we choose to ask or do. Some of the Slovaks tell us that a big boat passed them, going at more than usual speed, as she had a double crew on board. This was before they came to Fundu, so they could not tell us whether the boat turned into the Bistritza or continued on up the Sereth. At Fundu we could not hear of any such boat, so she must have passed there in the night. <sighs> I am feeling very sleepy. The cold is perhaps beginning to tell upon me, and nature must have rest sometime. Godalming insists that he shall keep the first watch. God bless him, for all his goodness to poor dear Mina and me. Mina Harker's Journal, 1st of November. All day long we have travelled, and at a good speed. The horses seem to know that they are being kindly treated, for they go willingly their full stage at best speed. We have now had so many changes and find the same things so constantly that we are encouraged to think that the journey will be an easy one. Dr. Van Helsing is laconic. He tells the farmers that he is hurrying to Bistritz, and pays them well to make the exchange of horses. We get hot soup, or coffee, or tea, and off we go. It is a lovely country, full of beauties of all imaginable kinds, and the people are brave and strong and simple, and seem full of nice qualities. They are very, very superstitious. In the first house where we stopped, when the woman who served us saw the scar on my forehead, she crossed herself and put out two fingers toward me to keep off the evil eye. I believe they went to the trouble of putting an extra amount of garlic into our food, and I can't abide garlic. Ever since then, I have taken care not to take off my hat or veil, and so have escaped their suspicions. We are travelling fast, and as we have no driver with us to carry tales, we go ahead of scandal. But I dare say that fear of the evil eye will follow hard behind us all the way. The professor seems tireless. All day he would not take any rest, though he made me sleep for a long spell. At sunset time he hypnotized me, and he says that I answered as usual, Darkness, lapping water and creaking wood. So our enemy is still on the river. I am afraid to think of Jonathan, but somehow I have now no fear for him or for myself. I write this whilst we wait in a farmhouse for the horses to be got ready. Dr. Van Helsing is sleeping. Poor dear, he looks very tired and old and grey, but his mouth is set as firmly as a conqueror's. 
Even in his sleep, he is instinct with resolution. When we have well started, I must make him rest whilst I drive. I shall tell him that we have days before us, and we must not break down when most of all his strength will be needed. Uh, all is ready. We are off shortly. This episode featured Ben Galpin as Jonathan Harker, Isabel Adamako Young as Mina Harker, and Kareem Cronfley as Dracula. Dialogue editing by Stephen Andresano, sound design by Tal Manier. Produced by Ella Watts and Pacific S. Obadiah. With executive producers Stephen Andresano, Tal Manier, and Hannah Wright. A Bloody FM production. <laughs> <laughs>